Hey guys, how are we doing today? I'm wondering how you've all been doing about being focused, uh, present, if you're allowing yourselves to, um, to enjoy this time instead of drowned in everything that it is. I had four pretty intense conversations today with different clients, each intense for their own reasons, um, each inspiring for their own reasons. And each person said that in the moments that they feel at peace, they think they should be feeling something else. They're asking themselves, should I be more worried? Should I be scared? Should I be this? Or they're seeing what other people are saying and they're taking that on. I want to tell you, you should not. Really ask yourself, what am I feeling? Not what do I think I should be feeling? And allow that to be all that takes up space. Don't get other people in your head. <laughs> and when you're the one screwing up your own head, stop it. Stop it. Have a conversation with yourself. Use this time, beloved. Use this time to strengthen your body, to attune your soul. We can create a lot of really excellent habits and we need to focus on that, right? Allow yourself to do that pairing, right? Every time you pick up your phone or every time you flip a light switch or every time you, anything, put a bite of food in your mouth, right? Something that you're doing multiple times throughout the day, use that moment, pair it with gratitude or affirmation. Use that to keep your mind straight and your spirit present right now and emerge from the other side of this challenge with a new skill, a mastered skill, a paired with real life spiritual practice that works and functions even when life goes back to jobs and carpool and sports and whatever else it is that you're normally doing. Take back even the time that you ignored before. We've all talked so much over the years about how we don't have enough time. And now as many people are expanding the way they use their time, we should be recognizing all the time we've always had. And if you are one of the people who is just sitting in front of the television and that's it, or playing video games and that's it. I implore you, utilize your time differently. Not all of it, you know I love TV, <laughs> right? But just go sit outside. Just sit and be present. Feel the calm because it's right here. It's palatable, it's tangible, it takes up space, it's real. And while it's easy to focus on who is behaving badly, we need to make sure that we give more energy and more time to who is rising to the occasion, whether it's within their own self, their own home, 
the city, the government, the teachers, the everyone, the delivery people and grocery store clerks and the pharmacists and I don't know, I could go on and on, right? The doctors and the nurses and the teachers and all the people, right? The counselors and and everyone who's rising to the challenge or being the strength for someone else. And please, beloved, if you are one of them, allow yourself a moment to decompress. When I got done talking to clients today, I went outside and my kids were playing in the sun and the music was playing and it was so nice and I was just hugging them and tears. Not out of sadness, not out of happiness, out of release. Beloved, don't just hold that energy in. Let it out. Letting it out doesn't mean that you have to be sad or scared. It just means let that energy leave your body. My son asked if I was sad, and I said no. And so my son said, my, my husband asked, well, then you're happy. And I said, no, I am happy. So blessed. But that's not what it was. It was just release. And that's okay. Should I be sad? No. Should I be anxious? No. I should just be me. Beloved, we have a spiritual practice that does not cease when something like this happens. It only grows stronger. We focus more on how we're learning and how we're growing and how we're going to maintain those lessons. We focus more on our spiritual practice. We focus more on our knowing, our knowing that all things, even when they are painful, happen for a reason. And that while I truly believe we're going to have a tipping point level of people deeply changing through this experience, deeply changing for the positive. By tipping point, I mean hundredth monkey, right? I hope you've all heard that episode, right? More than 50%, right? There's a tipping, there's momentum that comes with that. But beloved, even if only 20%, 10% of the people deeply change their consumption, their pollution, their attitude, their everything, even that would make a dramatic lasting change on our culture, on our planet. But I think it's going to be more than that. I think we need to remember to notice. We don't buy in to the negativity. Because while there are things that are real, <laughs> there's nothing to fear, beloved. I told someone today that we should be optimistic, but not non-realistic, <laughs> right? We are optimists for sure. The only time we're being unrealistic is if we're just going to an extreme that doesn't even feel like we can believe it, right? To say that 100% of the people are going to emerge from this enlightened is just ridiculous. That's not going to happen. That's unrealistic. But to say that we will have a dramatic change in the way that people behave, look at the world, consume, all the things, there will be change. Someone else told me today, they can't imagine that we'll go back to normal. <laughs> we won't. 
will go back to a new normal, and it will be better, beloved, even when it's messy. Hold your truth. Grow your spiritual practice. Love yourself and each other. Be patient. We are stronger together. And a lot of people who are in denial are starting to figure that out. Until next time, beloved, namaste.